is Bart Isley. I'm here with Ryan Yeeman for the latest edition of the Scrums Play Podcast. And right off the top, we'd like to thank the SB Podcast presenting sponsor, CNG Paving. If you want your paving or asphalt job done right the first time, you want CNG to knock it out. With 30 years of experience under owner Jeff Gray, this family-owned local business has been taking care of roads, parking lots, and driveways across Central Virginia for decades. And with a five-star rating on Facebook, you know they're going to get it right. Give them a call at 540-456-6179 today for a free estimate. This is Bart Eisen. I'm here with Ryan Yeeman for the latest edition of the Scrimmage Play Podcast. And we're in region final week, and we got one team alive. Uh, but let's start talking awards. CNG Road Grader of the Week. And we got to give it up to the one team left remaining. A group of young guys that nobody really gave a lot of credit to coming into this year because there were a lot of unknowns. That Goochland offensive line. Yeah, uh, you look at, I mean, Connor Duncan was maybe the only sort of heralded kid coming back to that line that was just so good for so many years. Uh, multiple runs in the state uh, Final Four. Um, and, and here's a guy, LaShawn Washington, uh, playing at guard for them. And just an absolute cinder block. Uh, 5'11", uh, 245 pounds, a big dude. Um, and just sort of steamrolls people there at that guard position. That's so important for Goochland just to be mm-hmm. a mauler up there. It's sort of perfect that you know he's there for this road grader because that's what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, just sort of levels the playing field. Um, but huge game for them against Skyline. Um, obviously, they're off to a great start to these playoffs. Two playoff wins. Um, and just on a ton of momentum since that close nail-biter with Buckingham County. Um, and you just got to love the growth that this offensive line uh, has made uh, since that Lafayette game. Um, they get shut out there, and it has been night and day different since then. Um, I just I don't even know what to say about it. It's just a lot of growth. Yeah, they they keep getting better every single week, and you see it in what they're able to do. The offense is a lot more multiple than Gushland's been in the past. They're throwing a little bit more, um, and by that we mean at all. Um, yeah. I mean, that's that's really the big change is that they've got this extra dimension. You cannot spend all week on the wing tee, and guess what? You need all week on the wing tee. Um, and so when you can't spend that kind of time, you're going to run into some trouble because the stuff they put on tape just forces you to prepare in a different way. Yeah, I, I think the the speed that this team has on the, the edge positions, yeah. um, when you're looking at, at quarterback a CJ Tiles, um, you know, receiver or back position, sort of an H-back if you want, uh, and Devin McRae, um, Cam Holman, all these guys, and then that thundering sort of power run game and Connor Popular's that we talked about last week. Uh, there's just, like you said, so many multiple options, and then Taos can throw. Um, he can go find McRae out, in, and, and he has in these last two playoff games. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that later. Uh, but, yeah, McRae, Holman, and then Quincy Sneed, another guy that's just dirty quick. Um, there's there's just so many different options here, and I think having to prepare for all of that within this, like the confines of the wing system that they run, it's just like... It's just too much. Uh, it's, it's system overload, and I think you get to be creative if you're Alex Fruth calling plays. Um, you, you get to sort of throw in some monkey wrenches here and there where, like, teams aren't ready for this, and we haven't shown this on tape, and we've been waiting for this moment. Um, I think it's pretty cool. I mean, this is the time of year where the, the play calling just becomes absolutely fascinating, and Goochland has such a lull-you-to-sleep st- style where it's just like, all right, got to play stay-at-home defense uh, and just hope they don't get a first down on these first three plays. That um, you just get sort of uh, put to sleep, and then all of a sudden they hit you with a dagger. Yeah, love it. Uh, lo- love what they're doing. Lashawn Washington, yeah, easy pick for road grader of the week. A guy who, like you said, he moves people. He gets in the middle going. of the field too, like yeah. just a yeah manhandling. Maul- maulers are legit, <laughs> yeah. and they've been churning out maulers down there for years. Uh, they just kind of keep doing it. So uh, we're gonna dive into more Goochland a little bit later. But offensive player of the week, uh, we got to give it to a. a 
a guy that has probably earned it as much as anybody over these last few years in Louisa County's Jared Hunter. Yeah, uh, what a remarkable two years uh, he's had uh, in that backfield. And really, as part of that 2017 team, he was sort of the X factor in so many yeah, games. He could cool. do it as a receiver, cool. sometimes a rusher. I mean, he came in, he got a lot of snaps at second string quarterback that year, too. I think he also had, he had that cool trick play against Orange, I think, where they ran like sort of a, um, that was the one who we threw it to Mark Carter, I believe yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, the big Threw name. it over the top, yeah. and he was a pitch, and, and he chucked it, and who knew that that was like the first time we were going to get to see him throw, and we are going to get to see a lot more of that. Yeah, I mean, as a freshman, we knew him from basketball, but like right. football, Jarrett just came on so strong these last two years. Um, and what a remarkable season he had. I mean, he was the focal point of this offense that got really dinged up. Um, and I think that's sort of uh, the larger issue at hand for Louisa with, with this playoff loss. Uh, but Hunter, I mean, so he goes out in style. Uh, he threw the ball well. And we saw flashes of that in that first playoff game where Louisa wasn't going to be scared to let him drop back and throw. Um, so he did that. And then also, I mean, an electric runner. We've talked about it many a time. Uh, he just... Just so quick. Complete um, football player, man. Yeah, I mean, it just cuts on a dime. It's it's no big deal for him. He makes really hard plays look easy. Um, and just, uh, yeah, what an exceptional offensive career uh, he's put together. I mean, total football career in general. But uh, really, but under center this year, great job uh, as a running back, quarterback, everything. And he's fast. There's no question about that. But... The difference with Jared Hunter really is that the way that he diagnoses everything. There's so yeah, many he's a smart reads. kids. Yeah, there's just so many reads in this system that you have to make the right choice all the time. And Jared Hunter's like chief athletic advantage is that he is wicked smart. I thought his quote uh, when he talked about the the second touchdown against King George, the 25 yarder, where he sort of scrambled out, and he talked about like. I have to make that play there because the offensive line has given me enough time to look downfield to make this pass that has been called. But that's not going to happen. And so now I need to scramble because they've given me the avenue to do that. I need to scramble and get this thing to the house because if I get sacked, it makes them look bad. Right. Uh, and I just thought that, like, if that's what's going through your mind in that split second, like, oh, all right, I got to gotta make what I can out of this because I like, can't let my team down kind of thing. Like, that, there's just so much going on there within that one thought. If, that, like, if that's what's going through your head when you're playing quarterback... Uh, you're seeing the game on a different level than most high school quarterbacks. Just he's a great diagnostician. He just figures things out. Um, he he is the kind of guy that you want leading your team. He's a great leader. Just gets everybody involved. He's always positive. Yeah, charismatic guy. Yeah, yeah we love him. Uh, he's been had a tremendous run. We're excited to see what he's going to be able to put together in basketball. Um, but Jared Hunter is one of those special kids that comes along and 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 has had a heck of a career already. We've got some basketball left to play. Yeah. So JD Offensive Player of the Year came by at Honest. Yeah, he is. He's tremendous and uh, easy pick for Offensive Player of the Week this week. Then you flip over to the defensive side. Got to have some Goochland in there. Yeah, I mean uh, they're the team left uh, that's playing a lot of great defense yeah. as of late. Um, I mean. Really all year round, but uh, we dropped the name last year with uh, Kendrick Braxton. He's been on this list before. We're going to switch it up a little bit. Anthony Holland uh, going 5-5. Five and five. Uh, He had 3-11 and 11 in the, the week before. Yeah. Um, but showing up that, that middle uh, tier of the defense for them, um, amazing play for him. But you can also go C.J. Tiles, two interceptions, one for a touchdown. Um, that secondary is filthy. Uh, this Goochland defense hawks, really man. starting to... Yeah, uh, and then you, you look at uh, Holman up front on the, at defensive tackle. Stratton this, at linebacker. Like, this thing's all starting plays. to <laughs> gel together. Uh, and it's not starting to, it has. It's mm-hmm. just uh, in playoff form, yeah. it's starting to take that look of uh, like, oh, 
here they do it again, uh, another run. But Anthony Holland, uh, a great performance from him, and, and really sort of helping out a, a Braxton do what he does, uh, this linebacking unit as a, a whole, sort of just flying to the ball and getting the job done and just pounding Skyline. I mean, that was that was never a game. No, it, it, they took it to him real early. Uh, C.J. Towes, you know, they, they, they talk a lot about practicing on Thanksgiving and when it comes to this time of year that's what Gooseland wants to do I think Joe Fowler kind of summed it up he said that you, you want to play you want to practice on Thanksgiving whatever happens after that is kind of gravy um and they're getting it done uh, they're, they've done it again um and we're, we're going to dive into that in a second but uh an easy pick with those guys Taos Holland splitting that defensive player of the week uh this is a unit that is has really come together in a special way since that 33 to 0 loss to Lafayette again Lafayette kind of a different beast um kind of those are some some legit maulers when you got two division one tight ends walking around you're gonna have a rough first week must be nice Uh, yeah i don't know i don't know if i've ever seen anybody with that kind of uh that kind of firepower around here at that spot but uh that's like having eight tackles out there (laughs) um it's not really not really it's not gonna be fun and uh, and they took the lessons from that and they obviously learned a lot they hammered the james river district for the most part except for buckingham again um although they played really well against buckingham too held up in that one um so a a tremendous run just in those first couple weeks there's a bend but don't break to goochland um, and where they take a loss and and a close game there that i think that really just sort of catapulted them further um you, you hear about teams like Sometimes you need a regular season loss to, to go on a playoff run. Particularly in basketball, we see it. Um, not quite as much in football, but I mean, I think that's what happened in that September uh, and, and early August. It's just, all right, let's shore things up. We know what we need to fix. And they've just crossed everything off the checklist. Like, we're going to get better here, 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 all the way down. And they've gotten better. So, Anthony Holland, not a name that I knew, at least coming into this year, playing really good football right now. CJ Towns, definitely a name I knew. Coming in this year, playing a lot of really good football yeah. right now. These guys are getting it going, so really exciting. Um, let's let's recap. Uh, you know, just kind of look at. Let's look at it, sort of a ten thousand foot view of of what's going on here. You know, we have we're at region final week again, and we're at another Goochland region final. We've seen a lot of these over the years. You pulled a little bit of a number here that's pretty pretty incredible. Yeah, I mean, so if we're just comparing all the football teams in the area, and if if you're a JD football fan and you're wondering, like, wow. We haven't had a lot of teams make a region final. You're right. It's tough. And it's, let's be clear, it's really hard to make a region final. Right. And that, that's what makes this more alarming. Because <laughs> uh, it's really hard for anybody but Goochland. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because uh, Goochland just... on and, and this is now another level, right? They've done it at the 2A level before. But we saw them come into 3A and make a difference. Played particularly well. that first year in 2009. They won the Jefferson District. Um, after losing their first game to Charlottesville <laughs> yeah. in that district, um, and then went out uh, and beat a very good Western team in that yeah. regular season finale. Um, but yeah, sit, I mean, 2006, they win a state title. 2011, they play for a state title. 2012, they win a state title. 2013, read and final. 2016, state final four. 2017, state final four. 2018, state finals. Uh, and here we are, 2019, in the region finals again. Um, you add that up, that's that's eight. Eight region finals that they played in since just 2006. But we can take the clock further back mm-hmm. um, and add all the other public school football teams and how many region finals they played in, and it adds up to that same, num- same number, and that goes back to 2002. Eight. Eight for Goochland. Eight for every other public school team that we cover. I mean, that is, that's a crazy sort of... 
It gives you an idea of how good Goochland is for how long they've been this good. And I think everybody has that appreciation on a regular season level. Like, you're mm. just so numb to, oh, here's a 9-1 season. Here's a 10-0 season. Like, it's just what they do. Um, but I don't know that they get the respect playoff-wise. Uh, and, and winning some of these years where, like, I mean, the 2012 state title team, I think you'll get the argument from the Goochland faithful themselves that the 2011 team was the most talented of those yeah. two. Um, that th- they've taken some teams where like, okay, this is a pretty good team, and then they've gone out and won a title with it, mm-hmm. or made a region final four. I mean, the, the East Rock win on the road last year in the in that state semifinal, that was that was a huge blow to East Rock. I mean, they East Rock thought they had their ticket printed mm-hmm. to that state final, and they found out wrong. Um, so Goochland just finds a way to constantly make these region finals in years where you don't expect them to. They've had one, if you want to call it a dip. Uh, one lull, <laughs> like maybe in that 2014-15 era, like they're still making the playoffs, they're just not winning in the second round. Right. And you compare that to the other football programs in the area, and yeah, we can get a lot of sort of first first round playoff wins, but getting that second one has just proved so difficult. That's Louisa. I mean, it is that two years in a row of just absolute heartbreak. I mean, they have played, you know, either of those games obviously could have tipped either way. Yeah. Um, the last That's how minutes... hard it is to do. It's a knife's edge yeah. between advancing to the third round and and you know, going home. I mean, it's is that it is a very difficult sort of proving, you know, week that really, you know, kind of get, and to get it done like to get to that point where you're playing, you're practicing on Thanksgiving, it is, it's a challenge. And Goochland continuously is able to meet that challenge, which is just wild. And, and Louisa is, you know, two or three years away from, you know, like two or three years where like that could have tipped either way. I think they've had three losses in that second round um, over the last stretch, two in particular over the last two years uh, that have been brutal. Um, it is really, really difficult. Um, and it's difficult to do no matter what region you're in, no matter what's kind of going on. And I, I think that we continue to see that it's it's just a challenge. It's a challenge for local teams. And if you get past it, you're, it's usually because you are a really, really good football team. Yeah, I think with Louisa, it's going to be really fascinating to see how this this next group of seniors, the, the class of 2021, um, how they put it together. Because they've had the hearts ripped out of their chest twice in the mm-hmm. last two minutes of football. Um, where they think they're playing another, you know, another home game with a chance to play in the state final four. Um, I mean, it, it's absolutely brutal. Uh, a, a little different style in terms of the way it happened, you know, last fall as opposed to this fall, uh, but still the same sentiment. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the same kids, uh, like the sort of senior core, um, and and particularly sort of a defensive minded football team, um, and having to to go about it that way, where you played really good defense, but it, it just like, the final score didn't work out in your your favor. Um, that's a tough one, but that, I mean, we're looking at sort of in the modern last 10 years, uh, Louisa is the representative of the JD, um, and the the best suited to win a second playoff game. Um, and it's just, it's been tough a lot. So much of that is, uh, excuse me, predicated on the, the region they play in is bonkers. And we've seen that, they've seen that, we've seen that since reclassification the last three Seasons. I mean, this whole Dinwiddie, Monacan, uh group, Eastern View, Louisa. I mean, these are these are such good football teams, and it's it's coin flip stuff. And then mm-hmm. here comes Patrick Henry, Ashland, throwing their name in the hat. Uh, I mean, just 
Really? At least we're seeing Dinwiddie's what a six, and they're Dinwiddie's a seven. Dinwiddie's a seven <laughs> takes down Monaghan. Dinwiddie's a seven, and they they take down Monaghan. Then they take down Easterview, and now yeah, they're playing now, for a region final. Yeah, with like, Patrick Henry. Yeah, this is a, that's a crazy, crazy you difficult have a, region. You have a five-seven matchup in the region final, and it's not because it was like these shocker, crazy injuries going on. Uh, you know, obviously Louisa was banged up at a couple positions, but. Um, you know, it's it's not like the, the the crazy one. Waynesboro is always the one we point to, where they they upset the one seed and the two seed in that region uh, yeah. back in the old conference realignment, and that was totally injury based. Um, but they, yeah, it's different. But there's a different. The, you, so you can lose a second round game a lot of different ways. Um, you can lose it because the region is really difficult. You Buckingham's another one that I throw in. That That's what I was going to yeah. say. Is it Buckingham? Buckingham ran into an like number one. That region is tough. Stewart's draft is walking around in that region. You know, Clark got hammered in the first round in that region. That is a great program. Yeah. Um, and we saw a seven seeded Page team that was really, really good. Yeah, man. Page, Page is yeah, that's a rock solid football team. And so then you take all that and you kind of throw that into that mix and then you catch an east rock team that just absolutely caught fire at the right time i mean they just found it at the right time they haven't even really you know, talked to their coach afterward they haven't really put a finger on that yet they don't really know what you know what caused this turnaround and they you know what did they i think they lost like two or like four of their first Six games or yeah, something two like and four, that. I think. Yeah, I mean they were two and four. They they didn't get the kind of start that they expected, especially after last year when they should have been a little bit hungry after getting knocked out by Goochland. I mean, like they just didn't have it. And then like so they're sitting in a you know a, a six seed, you know, and they, they it just doesn't have you know we saw a few years ago in lacrosse stab lacrosse made a six seed run to a, to a state final, a state championship. Maybe we're seeing that with East Rock. Who knows? But. They are a tremendous football team, and so you you got your hands full. You're tackling a tiger right there in the second round. The second round is crazy hard. It's tough to get past it, and that's why it's you know so ridiculously impressive that every year, seemingly you know, or eight out of the last twenty years, Goochland's found a way to play for a region final. Yeah, I mean the the other teams that you throw into the mix. I mean, uh, we talk about Louisa being sort of the. In the last ten years, the the predominant football team out of the GAD, it's very easy to forget uh, just how how good Monticello was in that window from two thousand seven to two thousand twelve, um, and even when they're starting out as a program, yeah, um, they had some really close runs. They didn't win two playoff games those years, but those were some really good regular mm-hmm. season football teams. Uh, state title in 07, state final four in 2008, playing a James Monroe team that we're going to see with Goochland yeah. uh, to bring things full circle. And then uh, a year that's forgotten, 2012, uh, Monticello goes out there and, and wins a couple playoff games and gets into a regional final. Um, and So it, it, Monticello, Louisa, and the only other team to do it in the JD is Western, and that was 2014. That 12 is that kettle run game that, again, a nice yes. edge yeah. between that guy being out in the corner and not. And I mean, like that is like that's how tough it is to win in the second round of a playoff game. That's how tough it is to get to that region final. It is like that is how tough it is to win a region final. Like it is just really, really hard to and, win playoff football games. And and the guy on the other end of that knows that sentiment. Oh I man, mean, yeah, Jeff Lloyd knows yeah. exactly what that game is like. That's um, right. Yeah, so it's it's kind of fascinating there. Yeah. Uh, and then the Western 2014 is our other, right, other yeah. run. Um, and maybe another, if not for this crazy Stanton River game that I still think holds the record for like yeah, most points in a nuts. playoff game back in 2015. Uh, but yeah, that, I mean, we're, we're talking about seven JD region finals um, in the last 20 years. It's just very difficult to get to that level. And I, I don't know where you start trying to, to figure out 
why is it so difficult um, when a, a program like Goochland can seemingly do this every other year? Uh, I'm not sure where you point to. I mean, the, the, obviously there's different things that go on different schools with multiple sports and, and what they lean on. Um, and obviously Goochland, you hear, you hear them talking about during basketball season, they'll mention, we know this is a football school, but like yeah. we're also getting good at this now yeah. um, kind of thing. It, Winning it, it, is contagious, man. It, it, football at Goochland is sort of the, the jumping off pad for everything else that they do. Um, it, it, I think that plays a large role. Uh, this comes first. I mean, this is this is their season. Yeah. So, uh, again, just a, a way of pointing out that they're – it, that is a tremendous football program they put together out there at Goochland. Um And it doesn't matter. You move them up in classification. You can change coaches. You can do whatever you want. They, I mean, it they are going to be right back in it. There's a, that is a, that's, that's the power of a culture, um, and, and they've found a way to do it down there. So um, let's look at that matchup real quick. We're going to dive into it with a preview later this week. But this Goochland versus James Monroe, two super proud programs. And it, James Monroe is a lot of fun because they – have have made a turnaround. They've gone from three and eight to nine and three. Um, they are a, a a talented squad, but they also are uh, one of those teams that's bigger than the sum of their parts. I mean, yeah. they 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 really they have a little bit of mystique about them. They have a little bit of fun, and it's Saturday at two o'clock. That's going to be two two squads locking up. there are a lot of fun. Yeah, and, and we got a look at them as sort of a as a, as an area early on in the season when they lined up against Charlottesville, and then I mean you came away at quarterback. Uh, yeah, Aiden Ryan can play. Dude, Aiden Ryan is a football player. I mean that guy is whatever position you want to put him in. He is a tremendous football player. You know he's a guy who's getting a lot of recruiting interest. Um, you, you know he's he's a guy that is just is he is super athletic, but he's also clearly a, a, a bright kid who can figure things out. Um, who who makes the right reads? He makes the right choices at the right time. That is just so much such an underrated part of the game um, by by fans. I think you can be as fast as you want to be if you can't figure it out. You can't figure it out. Um, and Aiden Ryan is that kind of player. He's going to be really exciting to watch. And defensively, man, they are just playing some lights out type football. Um, just playing, playing. Just yeah, they're clamping down on people. Yeah, uh, Trevor Gleason, Demario Brooks, Jordan Hall. Um, these these are all big names for them. Um, I mean they're. I I think this is sort of strength on strength. Both teams have similar defenses. Both teams, I mean, they run different offensive styles, but similar playmakers on offense. I mean, you have a pair of underclassmen quarterbacks. I think you're going to see a fearlessness. Usually, I, I think senior quarterbacks tend to play a little more scared, um, a little more conservative. Uh, underclassmen quarterbacks, you know, C.J. Tolls, he doesn't care. He's going out there. He's going to he whip it around. wide open, man. Yeah, if they, if they call a deep ball for him, he's ready to go to McRae. Yeah. Uh, he's not worried about that. And when you're McCray and you know your average day in the office is like four catches for <laughs> eighty yards, like a standard deal with uh, one for sixty. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, you're ready for that He's call a burner, too, man. Um, and it, so it's kind of kind of cool. I think we're going to see a lot of that um, going on. It, it's obviously going to come down to sort of line of scrimmage stuff for them, um, and and a developing line for Goochland that's made unbelievable strides versus this front seven that is pretty stout. Yeah, Hall is a heck of a heck of a player at linebacker. He's going to be a real challenge. He's just a freshman. Yeah. Um, Jack Hardy in the middle of that defense. Yeah, Hardy yeah. had to, uh, two picks last week. Um, and a big dude, 6'3", 215. It's a well-coached James Monroe team, legend, uh, a Hall of Famer in survey, uh, Rich Survey coaching him. Um, he's got a great staff that's been with him a long time. 
sounds a lot like Goochland. Uh, yeah. You know, great head coach with a staff that's been there for a long time. I mean, these are two really proud programs. They are in this game for a reason. I think you're, it, both programs, I think you're pretty excited about this game because, like, yeah, this is who you want to beat. Yeah, that's right. right? Yeah. I mean, the, the, the card's played out. Um, you get one, two out of this. This looked like the collision course from the beginning. Right. Um, and, yeah, that's who you want to beat. You want you want a name uh, if you're going to advance another round and be like, yeah, we beat them that year. That's right. Uh, it matters. I mean, if you're Goochland at 3A level and you come out and beat a James Monroe squad, I mean, you're living pretty. James um, Monroe's a blue blood, man. They're they're blue blood in in three A football, man. They they've been in this kind of mix before. They uh they you know maybe not these specific players, but the program knows what it takes to kind of win in just these kind of situations. Certain programs that you want to beat, you want to beat Salem, you want to beat Oscar <laughs> Smith, you <laughs> want to beat go. those yeah. teams, yeah. Yeah, Hampton. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, those are the teams that you want to take on, that you want to get, you want a shot at, uh, that you want to get, you want to get into it. Yeah, that's who you want to be in a fight with. Uh, yeah. You want to be in a fight with the best. So those are two of the best going at it. James Monroe versus Goochland Saturday. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, so that uh, we'll we'll uh, have some recap on that after next week. You know, maybe we'll be looking at Goochland playing it in yet another. What? How many state state final fours is this? Uh, so we got two thousand six. We got two thousand eleven. 12, 16, 17, 18. That's five. Five. This would be six. Maybe this would be six in the, in the last, you know, last 20 years. Man, that's pretty amazing. Not even. Uh, it's the last 14 years. Oh, so, man. Yeah. I mean, just nuts. So uh, it, uh, that's going to be a heck of a ball game. Uh, two really good teams going at it. And uh, we'll have uh, coverage. We'll have preview, all that kind of stuff coming up later this week and a lot of coverage coming up this weekend. So thanks for listening. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back. And We'll be transitioning into basketball season. Yeah, everybody else is playing week. basketball. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be gonna be a fun time of year. Thanks a lot.